This is Empowerment Empire, the podcast where we empower entrepreneurs to create their dream life. We empower you to tap into your higher self and make you realize that nothing is too crazy. Together, we tap into the knowledge and mentors that you need in order to thrive in life. I'm your host, Quina, and I can't wait to see you get empowered. I am super excited to be on here today with you, Margie, and I know that we have had so many chats and that everything that we talk about is just magnificent. So I just wanted to ask you the first question, which is, what is something that most people don't know about you? Ooh, I think one of the, oh, I think one of the biggest things people don't know about me is that I was actually born in Brazil. Really? Um, Brazilian. So my, my full name is Margarida, which mm-hmm. means daisy in Portuguese. That is so cute. A little flower. Um, I think that's one of the biggest ones. And I speak Portuguese as well, because I don't really talk about that much. I am learning yeah. new things here. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, that's what I think that's definitely whenever I tell people that, that's the reaction I get like, whoa, really? Yeah, I mean, I understand if other people don't know, but I feel like we've talked for hours on end. So I don't know how I didn't know this information. <laughs> but then again, it's not like you, you just drop it randomly. I feel like there are also yeah, exactly. about me where you're like, you don't just say, oh, yeah, I was born in Brazil, <laughs> by the yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you know. Oh, my God. If it doesn't come so, up in conversation... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't really say it. So when when did you move to the UK? What happened? Like, how did that go? Were were you really young, or was it later on in your life? Yeah, I was quite young. So I moved over to the UK when I was around seven, um, with my mom and my two siblings. Uh, yeah, I think my mom just needed a change of environment. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad had passed away. I think a few years before that so she was in a country that she because she wasn't born there so she mm-hmm. was in like a foreign country for her and she didn't have any family there but she had a family and friends over in the UK so she was like hey let's go over why not like and we've been that. here ever since you, so you're very much like your mom you just like okay I'm gonna do this and then you do it <laughs> let's go yeah why not <laughs> I like that energy that's some big big energy over there I love it um so I know that we are kind of in we started at the same time and we started in the same industry and I've seen you grown massively yeah. in in the last couple of months and you know that I'm super super proud of you and that I'm excited about everything that you do so tell me a bit more about how did you get into business what was your first like experience in business even like what did you get started with yeah, so I've been in business before I got into the social media business mm-hmm. side of things. I was, I did network marketing, a few, a few different companies, and I started different businesses. So I've always loved business. I've always loved starting them. And I always loved telling people how to do it too. Mm-hmm. So each time like I tried something new, I would always get people asking me, like, oh, how do you do this? Like, oh, what made you start this? Oh, how do I start my, oh, I've got an idea for a business, but I just don't know what to do. And mm-hmm. then I kept getting this, these questions asked a lot. And I just thought, wait a second, people want to know how to start businesses. So That's- how can I help them? So then I thought, okay, okay, let me have a look into this. So then I don't know how I found it. I don't know what, which account I found first on Instagram, where they were doing something that I wanted to do. I think there's one account and they were offering 
they were doing like this email challenge on how to build an online business in like mm-hmm. five days and then I went through it and I was like okay this is exactly what I would teach someone because I know every single of these steps mm-hmm. and I thought okay let me start something similar and that's when I kind of got introduced to the online space the whole mm-hmm. the space that we're in now um so when I first started out I didn't have a clue how to like position all myself. Of us. <laughs> it's a completely different world right like mm-hmm. it's completely anything I have ever come across like I didn't even know this world existed that people were out here you know making six seven figures on Instagram it was insane so when I kind of got into it a bit more I was like whoa okay okay I can do this so I first started out doing um social media coaching mm-hmm. which didn't make much sense seeing as I didn't really know social media as much but I thought let's go with it and then from then I transitioned into business coaching mm-hmm. and then I've pivoted again and now I do sales oh I like that I know that I've been there for the entire growth journey but for me it's also yeah. like so what is what got you to do sales funnels because what is it what 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 interests you about the entire like sales experience the funnel experience like figuring out what is going right and what is going wrong and how to get the best conversion rate like how did you yeah. how did you get into that what was your first experience with that where did you learn everything that you know so many questions <laughs> yeah. so for me um prior to doing this i had taken a course on starting and growing my own social media agency and that was kind of my goal mm-hmm. at the start so i learned how to run facebook and instagram ads so within that you also learn how to do sales funnels because that's a big element to yes. running facebook ads so while doing that i did work with a few businesses helping their businesses with facebook ads and sales funnels one of the businesses i had um depended heavily on having a robust sales funnels mm-hmm. sales funnel, um implemented in my business to kind of get sales so prior to starting coaching on social media, I had that background knowledge already. And it was mm-hmm. just it was a funny one because I didn't know how to combine the two. But I started off because I didn't see many people talking about sales funnels or nope. about marketing. So I just thought, oh, maybe it's not a done thing. So I just went with mm-hmm. this coaching instead. And then obviously with, with my coaching clients, that was always something that I taught them. Mm-hmm. I always taught. I always had days where I taught them how to implement their own email marketing, how to grow their email list. I just feel like it's so important to have your own. Um, I call it prime real estate an email list because it's yours. You own it. Mm-hmm. You can do what you want with that. Whereas with social media, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't True. know if Zuckerberg's going to decide to um, stop us using it. Like, nope, no more Instagram. Like, you never know what could happen. Mm-hmm. And I have a personal experience when my Facebook was hacked and I lost access to all my accounts. So mm-hmm. from then on, I've got my accounts back, but it just made me think, whoa, okay, I definitely need to take this email list building thing um, seriously now because if this was ever to happen again, I have no business. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, I'm very passionate about people making sure that they've got this platform separate to social media so if anything does happen you can still effectively run your business so that's kind of where it came from and especially recently with everything that's going on sometimes when something like like this happens worldwide and it just makes you kind of sit back and reflect on what you're doing and what you actually enjoy I think it can be quite personal but also business-wise 
when you work for yourself, you're doing something that you enjoy and you're doing something that you want to last to last a lifetime and mm-hmm. you want to build like this legacy for yourself, right? Um, and you know, generational wealth and all of that stuff, but you can't do that with something that you don't fully feel aligned with or you don't fully enjoy. And I just felt like there was something there was something missing. I didn't feel completely aligned with what I was doing before. And I just thought, well, what is it that I enjoy doing? Like, what am I good at? I'm, I'm very analytical. I'm good mm-hmm. at spot. I'm good at sales funnels. I enjoy doing it. I like keeping things organized. I like structure. So, hey, why not help businesses to implement these things in their yes. own? So I thought, let's go for it. Like, what's the worst that can happen? I like so, that. Oh, it's been really good. It's been really successful. So, um, I'm rocking with it right now. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I think that's that it's a very like it's it's always very scary to do some something that you don't really see in the market very yeah. often, especially if you come from a place like coaching where the industry is so saturated and you know everyone kind of knows about coaching right now and then shifting into something else. But if you know that it works and if you know that you can give your clients what they need, then you're creating a market for the thing that it is that you want to start doing. And if you love that, then that's just an additional reason why you should be in that field of work and why you should be shifting from one thing to another. And I think that it's just very, very daring of you to take that step and say, you know what, I'm just going to do this regardless of whether someone else has done it before or not, or whether it's done a lot or not, I'm going to make it work. And I think that's one of the things that I see in you a lot. Like you're like, okay, you know what, let me try this thing out. If it doesn't work, then I'm going to try something else. If that doesn't really align with me, then I'm going to try something else. And I think that's the best way to really go about your journey in business because you never know if you're going to like something until you freaking do it. That's the journey of being an entrepreneur. Like, I think some people start businesses and they, and they create a prison around themselves mm-hmm. that they can't get out of. And then they, they feel suffocated and they feel overwhelmed. And I'm like, you have created this own prison. You can literally do whatever you want. And people still have that corporate mindset a lot of the times where they create this own ceiling for themselves that they now Mm -hmm. can't come out of. And it's like, you're a butterfly. Let yourself fly. Give yourself wings. You can do what you want. And that's the beauty of it. And that's what I love working for myself. That's why I love being an entrepreneur because I am able to, um, and the social media platform, because you were able to experiment with different things until you feel alive with something. And um, what I'm doing right now, I feel the most aligned that I have in this whole time that I've been in business and it just Mm -hmm. feels great and I know that it's going to bring me so much success and it's going to be so helpful for a lot of different businesses that I know I'm going to work with so I love that yes (laughs) yes I think this is amazing and I I just want you to tell us a little more about this because personally I don't know a whole lot about sales funnels I know the basics but I just want to give some additional information that anyone is that is listening right now so where do you start when you're creating a sales funnel? What is the key element to doing that? So when you're thinking of creating a sales funnel, regardless of what, if it's on an Instagram funnel, an email marketing funnel, you always start with your goal. So you kind of work Mm -hmm. backwards. So what is your ultimate goal? What do you want to do with this? And it's usually to make sales. Cool. So what is it that you're promoting right now? So I always start with the service or product that you want Mm -hmm. to and sell and then from that on you then work on who is the ideal customer for this service or product cool so at the start of every funnel it's the awareness stage right mm-hmm. so let's go with an email marketing funnel 
So when it comes to email marketing and social media, they mix very well together because you're going to use a social media platform to start filling out this funnel. And that's where the awareness comes from. So that comes with the content that you're going to be putting out. That mm -hmm. comes with your short video. So um, the things that you talk about to start filling in this funnel. And then from then on, it goes from awareness to engagement. So what are you creating right now to get people to engage with you? Because mm -hmm. then that's going to identify them as, okay, they're ideal because they're engaging with this content. Once they've engaged, they're then going to subscribe into you. And that's when they then opt into your email list. And usually they're doing that in exchange for something else, mm -hmm. which then goes back to the whole awareness and engagement part. And then once they've subscribed into the in your email list now, you then want to give them some kind of customized value. And then that's mm -hmm. when the sequence comes in. So in that sequence, you're going to be very intentional with the content you put out. You want to establish yourself as an authority, straight mm -hmm. up. You want to make them aware. They've already become aware of the problem that they have. And this solution. Oh God, there's like a helicopter. Really? Yeah, it's like above the sea. I don't know. Maybe they're looking for people with coronavirus. But <laughs> yeah. Hello. They're like, you shouldn't be outside. So the helicopter's out looking for you. Right. They're like... <laughs> we're gonna find you right now <laughs> oh my god yes oh my god continue please <laughs> um, what was i saying uh, customized value yes it yeah so with your email nurture sequence that's when you give them customized value so mm -hmm. you establish yourself as an authority you're building that trust with them building that relationship and you're also giving them extra value as well mm -hmm. so you're showing them basically that now I know that you know that you've got a problem, you know there's a solution, now I'm telling you that I'm the solution and I'm the expert that can give you that yes. your problem. And then that's when you end up with the sale, you ask for the sale, and then that's when you get the conversions. So mm -hmm. being quite intentional with every single step, knowing that there are steps to a customer um, buyer journey, not mm -hmm. that somebody's going to find you and buy from you, there are steps in between that, and then being intentional with those steps, putting things in place, that's what makes a successful funnel. So that's basically what a funnel is. I like that. I think that's that's a great idea of like a great way of looking at it because that's true in every single space that you're going to be on. It's true on Instagram. Like you go, even if you don't know it, you're systemizing your business. You have this experience that people go through. You tell them, okay, this is me. This is who I am. This is what I do. This is the people that have worked with me. La 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 la. But when you look at it in a systemized way, it just allows you to realize that there are certain steps and which means that you can duplicate this experience for people, which means that you can duplicate the people that you get into your program or service. And you can automate it, which makes it easier for you to run a business. I think mm -hmm. when people don't have systems, they, they feel overwhelmed. They feel like they're everywhere. They're working 12 hour days because mm -hmm. they don't have a system in place and they haven't haven't automated the system to work for them and that's the whole you haven't created this business to be working around it 24 7 not have a life right so true. you want to have a life you wanted to do things so create your funnels create a system automate it put it on autopilot then go about your life make money like that's the ultimate goal mm -hmm. that is so true so when I think I'm, I'm trying to like visualize someone that is just starting off. They have their business that is up and running. Um, and I know that creating a funnel comes with certain steps, but when you would think about the easiest funnel that there is, is that the email marketing funnel is it, or is it going to be another one? 
I think an email marketing funnel is the easiest one to implement straight mm-hmm. from starting a business. You can have all that set and ready and um, that's going to bring you massive results as well. It's also the easiest, quickest way to build an email list and to get sales straight mm-hmm. off the bat. Yeah. So what do you recommend for people that want to start, let's say they want to start an email marketing funnel. Um, what do you recommend for them to do as a first interaction? So would it be a lead generator, like something, what do you recommend they give to their client in order to create that first interaction to have them sign up for the email list? So an email list, the start of it is a lead magnet. Mm -hmm. Um, so some kind of, you want to give them something that is going to give them a quick win. Mm-hmm. High, packed with value, something that's easily digestible, something that they haven't seen before. Because let's be mm-hmm. honest, everybody gives out freebies all the time. I don't think people are intentional with that. I think people just think, let me give something away for free and then mm-hmm. I might get customers. <laughs> you want to be intentional with the, what you're doing. And you want to give them something that they're actually going to be like, yes, I'm excited for this. And I'm going to go and open the emails that she's going to send me because I'm excited to hear about this topic mm-hmm. so it does need a bit of research make sure to do your research before you start this so that you're creating something that they actually need and want and then that's where i'll start so for the for the first part when you're kind of building they give value 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 hey i've actually got a starter guide i've actually got a checklist on this click link in my bio to download it and mm-hmm. it is like you're selling but you're selling like you're selling this guy to get an email address so they can start nurturing them in the background. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say to start with. Sure. I like that. I think that's a very good way to start as well. I think that, you know, and the fact that you said being intentional because you could give anything and everything away for free, but some things don't work as well as other things. So take a moment for yourself to sit down and realize like, what is it that's going to give them that instant gratification, that quick win, the feeling that, you know, they've accomplished something, something that has, something tangible like action steps or something that they can do in their business right now or write down right now something that is going to change within a a, a splinter of a moment like a second and when you do that i think the the feeling that someone gets it's like they're going to connect that to you so you're going to be connected to the feeling that they get when they have that experience with your lead generator and if this is something that you're giving for free and it's so high value, then think about what it's going to be like when they pay for the entire package. That's the feeling that you want to give people. Exactly. Once they see, like they see the value in your offer, they're sold. And then and then they're gonna they're gonna pay for what you have because you've already brought to their attention the, the problem. You've brought to their attention that it can be solved. And hey, I've got I've got something that can help you with this. They're then going to see the value in what you have to offer. They're going to see your framework, your methodology. They're going to see how you work. And then they're going to want to pay for it because they're seeing like, mm-hmm. okay, like you said, this free thing was so amazing. Can you imagine what I'm going to get once I pay for it? Mm-hmm. So, so true. So I definitely say do the research. Don't just willy-nilly whip something out. And make sure that it's, you're creating something that is going to give them that. And then go for it. They just mm-hmm. talk about it all the time and then done. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I think that's a very good pointer for everyone that's trying to create like a, 
a sales funnel or a lead generator, think about the things that you do and do them with intention. And then the outcome is going to be with intention as well, which is going to connect to what you're trying to achieve. So I know that you are basically the queen of anything, systemizing funnels, everything. So I want to go over a couple of quick ones for the people that are listening right now. So what do you think are some of the key things in your business that you should either systemize or automate? What are some things that people can create an easier experience with? So not having to spend 12 hours doing the same thing and just maybe having a bit more of a fluid workflow, a fluid, in, like, for instance, I've heard about CRM, like, uh, following your leads or what, like, I, I don't know what I'm talking about. So you need to tell me, what do you think are some things that people can implement in their business right now that will just automate a lot of things? So um, if we're talking about, like, emails, automate all your emails. Mm-hmm. I think people... It, it does feel daunting at first, but once you've done it, you literally never have to touch it again. So mm-hmm. take the time to do these things. Right now, we're on a lockdown. We're not going anywhere. So take the time to do these things. Put it in place now when you've got the time. And it's going to really, literally be the best thing for you going forward. So first of all, mm-hmm. start email sequences, automate them all. Second, start to repurpose content. Too many mm-hmm. people spend too many times creating content creating new content all the time and it's like create your you create your content pillars once you have your content pillars like minimum of three mm-hmm. that's all you need you know and then just talk about them you know what your end goal is and start repurposing content because too many people are creating new content and they're spending hours and hours and hours creating content fresh new content all the time it's not needed. Yeah. Um, people just need to get these quick wins. And you got to keep in mind, especially with social media, not every single person is seeing all of your content all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Instagram only shows your content to, what, 3% of your list or something? It's um, very, very which small. Which means that 97% of the people haven't seen it. So post it again next week. It's all, it's so true. <laughs> so true. And say, hey, I saw that last week. Like, no one cares. That's one thing. And in terms of CRM, like I honestly, I don't use any CRMs. Mm-hmm. There's there's automation tools like Planoly, like later where you can put mm. the content on and they'll automatically do it for you. I don't personally use them. Um, they are great to save time. So if you're somebody that works a night five um, or as well as running this business and you don't have time yes i think use it especially if you want to be posting during times when you're at work mm-hmm. um if you don't have to i wouldn't use them just because i personally don't think that the reach is as high when you post it using the tool mm-hmm. unless you use facebook's own tool i would use yes yes and um, i would use that instead of any of the other ones um i just use google docs and google sheets same. Good old, Same. I'm, I'm an old school kind of girl so I quite like those so let's say with lead um I tell my clients to track any leads that they have any conversations mm-hmm. that they have because we're human we forget things and you don't want to let a lead go through the oh, yeah it's put your, every time you have a good conversation with somebody or you've connected with someone that you feel like oh they're a nice client jot them down and just i think the thing with social media is you want to be omnipresent you want to be top of mind all the time so mm-hmm. connect with them all the time engage with them all the time make sure let them know that you're there and when the time comes when they're like oh, look i keep seeing 
Queen out all the time. And she talks about this, helping me start a business. Like, I want to start a business. Let me hit her up. You'll mm-hmm. be the first person to go to. That's what you want. Yeah. Yes. Top of mind awareness. Build that relationship. You took the time to remain present in their lives and they're mm-hmm. going to remember you. Yes. So, so, so damn true. I think that what you said about um, repurposing content content is really true. I teach this to all of my clients as well. I'm always like, okay, well, you have this, let's say, I always give the example of my podcast. I have a podcast, but when I record a podcast, I also record the video. Then I use the video for a short IGTV video. I could also put the entire video on my YouTube. So in doing that, I already have three pieces of content. Now what I can additionally do to that is make a a caption out of the, the information that we talked about. How many captions can I get out of this entire podcast a lot a lot a lot (laughs) and then pictures like i always tell people if you have let's say you have a photo shoot or you are doing a photo shoot with a friend of yours or whatever that might be don't use one picture use like 15 of that same photo shoot do you think anyone will notice no they don't give a crap you just want to make sure that you use things over and over again and even instagram stories like you said I take Instagram stories from the the thing is when you start recording Instagram stories over and over and over again, you can repurpose something that you used like that you posted a month ago. No one will freaking know. Trust me. I've done it. I've done it. I've been there. (laughs) Exactly. And I think it's about working smarter, not Mm -hmm. harder. People like to make it difficult and then they get upset when they're like, there's no reason to do that. Exactly. You don't need to do it. Let's work smarter here. We're trying to, Look at the big brands. Mm-hmm. Look at the advertisements that you see on TV. It's the same ones all over and over time. and over and over again. Why? Because they know it works. They know it gets them. You stay top of mind. And yes. People need to be. They need to see things over and over again before mm-hmm. it sticks in their mind and before so they're like, true. oh, like oh, I need to buy a bottle of Coke. Oh, I need a McDonald's because they keep saying the same advert all the time, and it works. It's effective. I know right and the same thing about the brand pillars this is something that I also say like always you don't need to come up with because everyone thinks that they need to create like new things to talk about every single time and every caption every day no you create four brand pillars four content pillars whatever you might call it and from that you get creative with the things that you that you've already told before you don't need to get creative in telling new stories you just need to get creative with the way you're telling the stories that you're already telling over and over and over again and that's what success is going to be like yeah exactly and like you said about video and written format utilize the features on instagram use Mm -hmm. igtv you can upload an igtv or you can just upload a video um you can upload pictures you can upload graphics use the carousel feature people like scrolling mm-hmm. you know yes some people like love form some people don't so you make the match it'll give people what they want because that's what it's there for damn true damn damn <laughs> true oh my god i think you know, we covered so much like information dense content right now. So let's go into like a last little question that's, you know, a little more light. So what is one piece of advice that you would give to your past self? Um, chill out. <laughs> <laughs> chill the fuck out, Margie. <laughs> Literally, uh, chill out. And it's going to sound so cliche, but enjoy feeling the discomfort. I think one of my things 
and I think a lot of people feel this way is when I feel uncomfortable I have to immediately control that situation mm-hmm. and get to the point where I'm feeling comfortable but nine times out of ten that meant taking a step back and going back to the old mate and not actually mm-hmm. going forward and sometimes not knowing is okay taking yes. a messy action right and some and you, you don't know what's going to happen like this new pivot for me it's it was one of the most uncomfortable things I have probably done in my business to date and it has already proven to be one of the most successful steps I have taken so yes I love that take more messy actions chill out take a chill pill have a glass of wine do you know what I mean like enjoy life I think that's what nothing I'll say to myself for sure Mm -hmm. I like that (laughs) I think you know that's the same for me messy action taking and take a chill pill so that was actually in my mind the last question that we were going to do but then we were kind of talking about messy action and then i remembered covid19 so the last last question that i want to ask you is what is what is something that you want to give to the people that are you know in the same situation as we all are right now what are the steps that you've taken to get back like with two feet on the ground just grounding yourself getting back into the moment the now and how can you like how have you um created this little happiness or excitement again for yourself in your life in a time where the energy is pretty heavy i think one thing that has helped me and that i'll say to everybody else is um pivot to Mm -hmm. pause and Mm -hmm. i think at first a lot of us were like we're stuck we were trying to look at everything, hearing everything, and so much noise sometimes can lead to you just to, for you to be stuck, frozen, and you don't know what to do next. And like, I don't know what to do. People are do are losing jobs. People are dying. People are going through this. Like, can I sell? I can't do this. And you just gotta take a second. If you feel and no one can tell you what you kind of can't do. Those that are running businesses right now, if you feel just uncomfortable with maybe charging the price that you've charged okay pivot could you maybe charge create a lower ticket item could you take your high ticket item and condense it and create something smaller from that to sell at a lower ticket so you can still serve your community and you're still paying your bills right um those that are maybe starting out right now who maybe had the idea like i wanted to start a business and i've never had the time and you've got plenty of time now you're not Mm -hmm. going anywhere Take the, take the time now to do that. Stop building your businesses. Reach out to that person that you've been stalking, spying on all this time. Ask them to help you with your business. Yes. We've, all, we've all been doing it. Take the mm-hmm. action now. And that's, I think, I've heard that being said a lot. And I think it's been very important right now. Pivot, don't pause. Because this is the time to take action. This is the time to re- reevaluate what you're doing and actually start doing what you've wanted to do. We've all seen that quote going around, you know, Airbnb, WhatsApp, they all became big businesses during a recession. Why? Because they they pivoted, they looked at what was missing and they thought, okay, there's a gap right now. This is what people need. Let's go for it. Mm -hmm. Airbnb, what a small idea. You know, house prices fell, no one was buying. Oh, I know how people can make money, rent it out. You know, That's it's it. a oh. idea, but look at the company now. It's like a multi-billion company because they, yes. they actually looked at what people needed and they provided a service. 
They didn't mm-hmm. stop. They provided, they, they helped, they gave people what they needed. So um, a lot of people are going to be listening or watching this and they're going to be thinking, I have something that people need and put it out in the world. Cause people yes. probably do. So true. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yes. I think that's a very good, you know, end to this podcast and a little mm-hmm. thing that we give to you right now. I love you, Morgie. I love being, I, I remember when I still said your name wrong every single time. I love no, that we've grown like, into, Margie. oh my God. I, I used to call her Margie, Margie, Margie. And she would be like, at one point she told me, she didn't tell anyone else because there were multiple people saying her name wrong. But I know that she loved me the most, which is why she told yeah. me. Queen, I was like, it's not Margie. It's not Margie. It's Margie. And I was like, this bitch (laughs) no but i love doing this with you yeah it was it was really funny everyone was like what that's her name and i was like she told me (laughs) oh my god yeah but i think you know this was this was a great little moment and i really really love being on here with you fucking love you friends (laughs) thank you so much for having me this is great Yes, honey. All right. So we're probably going to get back on another podcast recording like in a little while when everything has changed again, when we've moved past this period of craziness and uh, you guys will hear more from her. And I'm going to link all of her details down below because you guys like I like Margie and her Instagram content and everything that she does. And I am literally a student of the universe. And I know that I can learn a lot from her and that she has a lot to teach. So if I can learn a lot from her, everyone can like because I like read a gazillion books and listen to so many podcasts and everything and I'm still learning so go and check her out because you want to be in on everything that she's saying because it's so useful and creative and with love (laughs) thank you yes definitely check me out see what I've got I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. And if you did, please give it a good review on iTunes and share it on your IG stories so we can reach and inspire more people. Catch you on the next one. Bye-bye.